Hello and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local real estate agent and business owner, Anna Dunn. Hi, Caroline. How are you? I am great. Anna, thank you so much for coming in today. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Now, Anna, before we dive into all of your involvement in our community, let's get to know you. Where are you from? I was born and raised here in Cookville. Um, spent all of my life here, went to Tennessee Tech uh, and graduated and just decided to stay. So here we are. Now, when you were growing up, were you super involved in class activities? Did you have lots of extracurricular activities? What were your interests? Because you are everywhere. Absolutely. So um, I obviously was super involved in school and involved in 4-H um, and public speaking and things like that, but also showed horses competitively. And so I am um, quarter horses and I um, have re- really enjoyed doing that majority of my life. So She's a horse girl. Yeah, I'm a horse girl. It's it's true. It's true. So you were very outgoing growing up, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I think when I was younger, a little bit shyer, you know, just like, you know, elementary school, stuff like that. But as I started growing up and uh, my mom made me do all kinds of public speaking, every every opportunity that 4-H had to to speak about something she would say all right you're gonna go do that and i'm like no i don't want to but i did and i'm grateful i'm so grateful that she made me do that all those programs are so great in preparing you for things that even if you don't go into agriculture right for example yes you still end up using all those tools oh yeah oh yeah and they do and it's what so interesting we can definitely go down a rabbit hole talking about this but they offer so many things even as like soil testing and stuff like that that you as an adult you might need and who knew growing up it's like here's how you take care of a sheep or take care of a horse or whatever it might be but now it's like you know there's also things that adult people can also learn from from them so now when you were growing up did you have a job that you were always wanting to do did you have an aspiration big specific plans because I did it. <laughs> well, I don't. I wouldn't call them big aspirations by any means. Um, I loved, you know, animals, of course. And so I think there was probably a, a season where I was like, I'll be a vet, you know. Um, but no, I, I just grew up showing horses. And I, I, I guess more than anything, probably like a professional cowgirl. Like I wanted yes. to just show horses and do all that. It's, But that's one of those things that's not super realistic, you know. And um, so as you get older, like, okay, well, we got to make money and you know maybe do that later or something you know <laughs> so but. you went to tech and what did you study uh, psychology so got my undergrad in psychology and uh you know don't really use that uh specifically in my jobs now i think it's definitely one of those things that i learned a lot of a lot about human nature and um, and how to interact with others but um but in terms of actually using my degree not not so not so much but now, did you go into real estate first or did you have other jobs? How did you eventually wind up such, such in a great this question. position? <laughs> yeah. So um, I worked um, at a corporate company um, for several years. And when I left there and we were going to open Soulcraft, I thought, OK, well, what else, you know, what else am I going to do and kind of to make 
to make money because um, we we knew that Soulcraft maybe wouldn't make money for several years. And it's a kind of a hustle and a dream. And we have a vision and Tyler's the accounting side. And so he, he ha- we have a plan. But what am I going to do to contribute to, you know, our travels or whatever we want, you know, our home life? And so um, my mother-in-law has sold real estate for 30 years. And so I just went to her and said, hey, you know, what are your thoughts on me, you know, selling real estate? Do you think, yeah, I would be a good asset or um, helpful to you even? And she was like, I didn't, you know, I was waiting for you to ask. And so I'm so happy that now I've been doing that for almost three years. So three years ago, you know, I, um, we opened Soulcraft, Tyler and I did, and then I started selling real estate and I just, I, f- I definitely feel a sense of fulfillment in both realms. Like I can do this, you know, I can do real estate and I, um, can have my own thing a little bit. And then Tyler and I have this beautiful thing together that we've created. And so it just, it, it's, it's unconventional, but it's definitely something that gives me a lot of fulfillment. Was it scary to leave your corporate job and do these risky things terrifying terrifying but i think when we deep down ask ourselves like what are we doing with our lives like what are we what are we made to do what are we born to do and i knew i knew a year before i left my corporate job that i wasn't made for it like i i enjoyed it i was good at it i um won a lot of awards but at the end of the day it just wasn't i knew there was more for me out there and so, yeah, I, I kind of land on the side of a little bit more edgy, too, in terms of um, risk taker. Um, that's why Tyler and I are such great partners in business and in life, um, because I'm a little bit more risky and he's a little bit more conservative. And so he said to me, you know, I wanted to leave a year before we left. And he said, OK, well, we have to make a plan. He's like, you can leave and, you know, I'm going to support you in that. But we have to make a plan to do that. And so. Where I wouldn't maybe make a plan. I would just be like, I'm done and just leave. Um, he said, okay, let's, let's plan this out and let's do this in a way that's thoughtful and, um, and prepare ourselves for it a little bit more. So it's yeah. great that you have that partnership with your husband and that he was so encouraging. And some people don't want to work with their spouses and that's fine. Some people's relationships don't necessarily work like that, but it's great that y'all get to work together. Yeah. And, you know, we don't work. We don't get to. Unfortunately, we don't get to work a ton together Mm because he still has his full time job. Um, But, you know, he's he's there at lunchtime. So, you know, if anyone's in, you know, between the 11 and two, you'll probably run into him. Um, And then on Saturday mornings, we work together and it really is. It's special for us. And of course, we do all the back end of the stuff together. Um, and it definitely, there are some days where you're like, okay, we've had enough of each other. Like, <laughs> let's separate, you know, but, um, for the most part, it is, it's an incredible thing and something I, I truly feel like that we were born to do. Um, we were, we were, we're born to do it. So it's, it's, it's cool to be, it, it's cool to be doing something that you feel, um, that you, that God kind of created you to do. So he created me to really have conversations with people and get to know people and things like that. And, um, and so that's, I knew that a long time ago. Um, but it's nice to be in a position where I've always kind of been customer facing, but it's nice to be in a position where it's, it's in a space that I feel, um, is mine and I can basically, I can talk about whatever I want to talk about, you know, and I can, um, care about people the way that I want to, and I can give and things like that. So. 
More with Anna Dunn after the break. Hello and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local real estate agent and business owner Anna Dunn. You might be familiar with one of her businesses, Soulcraft Coffee. Yes. How did you start Soulcraft? What is the origin story? Yeah, so it's an interesting story for sure. So um, while Tara and I still had both of our full-time jobs, um, I have since left my corporate job, as we talked about earlier. Um, we bought a trailer and like a, a food truck trailer and we started serving coffee in 2017. That's right. Um, what is time at this what point? Is <laughs> what is time? COVID has messed everything up. But so 2017, we started the trailer and we just did it on the weekends. And so we did it Saturday and Sunday. Um, and it was um, definitely a concept that people weren't really like used to. You know, you had your, your more... I don't know, edgier people that kind of understood food trucks a little bit more. But um, so, you know, it was kind of a rough start, to be completely honest. And we knew that we but our plan was to do the trailer to create not necessarily money, but more brand awareness, like be out, take the trailer around um, and start to develop a customer base and um, and just see really a specialty coffee if Cookville could support specialty coffee, like a true specialty coffee, you know, we care about our where our coffee comes from. We care about how we're making it um, and all of the things that go into that. And that's that's a whole different thing. But um, and the answer was yes. And so several years later, so in 2019, we opened our brick and mortar store um, on the west side between Crawdaddy's and Blue Pig, I guess, is probably the closest. Um, great location. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we knew that's that's kind of a great story, too, because as we were taking our trailer out and we were, you know, creating these dreams and, and dreaming about what it would look like to have a brick and mortar, we kind of sat down with a map and said, where would we want to be? And we basically put a pin right where Soulcraft was. We had no idea that that space was honestly even there because you kind of think about um, back in the day, P. Dilly's was there. So you think about like walking down Broad Street and you pass P. Dilly's and then you get to Crawdaddy's and there's not really anything in between, but Mm -hmm. actually there was. And so, um, and so the guys that bought the building in 20, they probably bought it in 2018. Um, they had heard from someone else, uh, a really great friend of ours, that we were looking for a brick and mortar. And so they called us and said, hey, why don't you meet us over here and look at this place and see see if it might work for you? Didn't really know them that well and um, and since have become really great friends. And obviously they're, land, they're our landlords and we adore them. Um, but they um, they said, hey, you, can you see Soulcraft in here? And it's like brown walls and carpet. and And I'm like. I'm looking at Tyler and I'm going, no, no, I don't think this is going to work. And um, so we left and and Tyler, Tyler's like, yeah, you know, I, I do think we can do this. And so um, and so I trusted him. He has more of that vision, visionary uh, picture of of what it could be. Um, and I'm so grateful that because I don't I'm very realistic. I'm, I could just look at something and I'll be like, uh, uh-uh, we can't do it. There's no way. <laughs> um, but I'm so grateful that he did because obviously it is Soulcraft today. Um, and so that was in 2018 that we kind of sat down with him and and did the build out, did majority of it ourselves. Um, and so grateful. I think it, it creates definitely a sense of gratitude when you um, 
when you invest your hard-earned money and your time and effort into a space, into a dream that is just in your heart and it's it's all from scratch kind of you know it's just and the also the thing is is that you could be doing all this and people would be like what have they done this is horrible (laughs) you know so there was also this flip side where fast forward a little bit to when the when the whole project's done and all the you know the espresso machines in everything's ready to go and we had these brown paper this brown paper over the wall over the windows and because we wanted it to be a surprise and create, you know, talk get and the stuff buzz. like that. Get the, the buzz. mystery. That's right. Get the buzz going. <laughs> and um, and so we 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 were standing there, and he's like, "All right, let's take let's take him down," you know. And and I was just like, "Okay, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. I'm not sure. Like, are you sure? Are we sure that people are going to love this? Like, this is this is our heart, literally out on paper, and like all of these." dreams that we had this the color of the walls the you know all these things that we've chosen like what if people don't like them you know and i think that there's this there was this moment where i was like i don't know if we have we made have we made a good choice you know teller was like take the paper down (laughs) take the paper down like it's good and so obviously the rest is history and we've been open for it'll be three years in june wow so so excited um, to be there and um, to be a part of some something bigger too in in our community and um, yeah, it's always crazy when in these moments where you've done such great big things, your inner critic and inner saboteur will come in and still try to scare you. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think that absolutely that is so true, and that we just have to and and over the years and the things that we've been through, we fought that, and so I think we realized like ah like what what if people don't like it, but also like this is true us, and this is very authentic and um exactly what we wanted, and you know build it, and they will come kind of situation, and like what we kind of realized we didn't realize we were doing though really at this point was we had developed this customer base. And so they, they, they came right in the door the day we opened and it was beautiful. And we've obviously grown so much since then. And just so, you know, if you talk to me behind the bar, I hope that you feel a sense of gratefulness because there's never a moment where I'm like, I've worked a 12 hour day, but like I, hate this place like there's never a moment in my heart that no, really feels like that you it's know? so fun and it's not just you it's your staff yeah even if they've never seen you they treat you like they know you they're like hey girl how's it going you know yes. every time i come in yes how did you find your staff and what do you look for because i know you specifically look for those qualities yes yeah <laughs> for sure and i think that that's why we run off of a very small staff is because I am very particular. Um, and if you have these traits, please send me an email at soulcraftcoffee at gmail. Um, so the traits that we are looking for are um, like, you know, that friendliness, that customer service aspect. I come from a very customer service oriented background. And so I'm very sensitive to the way in which we interact with our customers, the people that come in the door. They have chosen to come in for a reason and there's no there's no scenario where we don't act like they're our best friends. Like, Hey, what can I do for you? And, and have a conversation with them, get to know them. If, if they, um, if they want that, you know, sometimes they are busy and need 
you know, need to get on with our lives, of course. But, you know, if they want to talk and they want to tell us about their lives, like we're here for that. We're not just here to make really, really great coffee, which is something that we spend a lot of time training and doing. But we also want that customer interaction to be very genuine and very honest and for our customer to leave better than we found them for them to walk out the door and be like, even just for a moment, just to be like, Hey, you know, that interaction made me have just a little bit of a better day. More with Anna Dunn after the break. Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore. And today I'm chatting with local real estate agent and business owner, Anna Dunn. Anna owns Soulcraft coffee, which serves specialty coffee. Can you tell us what specialty coffee is? What does that mean? Sure, sure. So specialty coffee is, um, it entails a lot of different things. But for us, what it means is this sense of ultra transparency when we talk about green green beans, farmers, coffee from all over the world, and how we source those things. And so the the coffee that we get and the roasters that we partner with are extremely transparent. And that means that we they have a spreadsheet and they can show us exactly what they pay for this green coffee. So we know that in every step along the way that people are being paid the amount that they deserve. Because in reality and in, in all honesty, the farmers are who are doing the majority of this work and who who have to take all of these very specific precautions and and all these different things that go into it to make true specialty coffee and to make it in a way that is sustainable and all of these things we can you know get into i'm not going to get into today but um the roasters that we partner with are extremely transparent. And so that's what means the most to us. Because if we're serving you a cup of coffee and we're making money off of it because we're a business and that's what businesses do, and we're and we're not paying for the right kind of money for green coffee, then what are we doing? Like truly what are we doing? What are we doing for them? What are we doing for the world as a whole? Like we're not. And and I think that's a, a really deep conversation that that um, I could talk about all day, but it's just it's truly important for us to realize that the coffee that we're consuming on a daily basis, what kind of coffee is it and where is it coming from? And you have to think about that because you're not just serving our community. There's a whole other side to the business. And you want to make sure when people support y'all as a business, you're also supporting those farmers. Absolutely. And we are an agricultural community here so it's great to know that you're supporting farmers yes even if they're not necessarily here right right you're supporting local small business owners yes (laughs) yes absolutely so not only do you have soulcraft coffee but across the street you've got something brewing what's going on yeah so um About a year ago, we bought the old Sports One building. It had burnt. I'm sure, you know, everybody remembers all the fires that happened on the west side. That was one of them. Um, Bob and Tina Larrick are fantastic people. They own the building. Um, And they ended up just moving down the road. So we're so excited to still have them on the west side. But, um, yeah, so that's been our project for the last year. Um, It's definitely taken some sweat blood and tears um but here we are we're almost done with it and we have a tenant that i'm so excited about the glass tangerine is going to be opening here in 
early summer, late spring, and it her uh, it's called glass tangerine, and it's Emma Crabtree, and we're it's going to be like this um, plant shop, and she's going to have gifts and everything, and we're so excited to have her on the west side and for her to be a part of this ethos that we're trying to create where you know you can come and get coffee and you can eat at a local restaurant you can shop and all those things so we're we're just really really excited about that so you are also involved with art round tennessee can you tell us a little bit about your involvement or how people can get involved Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So Art Run Tennessee is a nonprofit organization in Cookville that supports local artists. And I'm super, I'm not an artist, obviously. I do a lot of other things, but not that. But I am a purveyor of the arts. I love all of, all things art. And so um, my friend Jen Luna asked me to be on the board and I quickly said yes. And I'm so grateful that I did because um, to be a voice for the community, I have a unique opportunity, right, to stand in front of a lot of different people from all walks of life and talk about the things that I'm interested in, too. So uh, and that's one of them. And so anyways, to to bring awareness to the local artists um, that maybe don't uh, don't have the courage or don't have the platform, really, or the venue. Here, yeah. To, to have a conversation about what they do. I get that unique opportunity. And so, so yeah, we, um, we are participating in the big payback, which is in May. And we're so excited about that. And, um, we're doing Picasso, um, <laughs> pig Casso. <laughs> Because pigs and Picasso. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Because it is going to be at the Blue Pig. And we're doing a fundraiser there. Um, You can find more information about that on our website. I love how much is going on over at the West Side right now. Yes, yeah. Jen Luna next door. Yes, right. She's next door at Maple Moon Designs. And you've got the Blue Pig right beside you. Yeah. So how do people get involved or attend the Picasso Big Payback event? Yes. Um, So there's going to be more information on our Facebook page and Instagram as well as our website about um, times and things like that. And if, if anybody understands or knows anything about the Big Payback, they do different giveaways um, for at different hours and different times and things like that. And so, um, we're going to be doing and organizing all of that. And also I think you might be there with us. I might just be there guys, except I think I'm going to be in character. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think I'm going to be my character, Sandra. So y'all don't want to miss, y'all don't want to miss her. And she's a trip, man. That's interesting woman heading up Picasso if you want to see her if you want to see Sandra then you should just go to our Facebook page and check out the videos because they are something real special she is a middle-aged spiritual woman ready to craft yes at Picasso Now, Anna, before you go, can you let the people know where they can find Soulcraft Coffee in Cookville and online, Instagram, wherever? For sure. So soulcraftcoffee.com is our website. And we also have a Facebook, Soulcraft Coffee, and an Instagram, Soulcraft Coffee. (laughs) It's all all pretty uh, easy. Um, You can order online. Um, if you want to, if you don't feel comfortable coming in the shop, I know still COVID is, is a thing for some people. Um, we have order online or DoorDash or 
anything like that. So um, you can find uh, a way to order on all those different avenues. And a fabulous back patio, too. Yes, we do. Y'all want to sit outside, get a little more space, social distance. Uh Uh-huh. We can still do that. They have a fabulous patio. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in, Anna. Thank you, Caroline, for having me. This is always a blast. Thanks. Have a great week.